This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply. The Buck Sexton Show. You are entering the Blaze Threat Ops Center. This is a secure space. All outside comms are down. Prepare to receive the Buck Brief. We're joined now by Catherine Zimmerman. She's a research fellow at the American Enterprise Institute and the research manager for AEI's Critical Threats Project. She's an expert on Yemen, and we're going to talk to her about it. Catherine, thank you for calling in. Thank you for having me. Uh, All right. So we have a latest news here is that there's a a ceasefire, a 72-hour ceasefire that's been agreed to among the parties in Yemen's civil war. There's also been uh, some missiles fired at a U.S. destroyer off the coast of Yemen. This is getting a lot of attention from people. First off, the ceasefire, uh, what, what spurred this and what can we take out of this? I think that the reason that we're seeing a ceasefire today is actually as a result of the U.S. action after the missiles were fired um, against the U.S. Navy destroyer. What we're seeing is the Al-Houthi Salah faction. That's the group that seized control of the government in September 2014 and precipitated the events that, that started the civil war in Yemen they are playing nice right now, and they released two Americans and have also agreed to the ceasefire as a show of good faith. What are the factions for everybody listening? Yemen has not been getting a lot of attention in the media in recent months, obviously with Trump and the election and everything else going on. Who are the, who are the warring factions right now inside, uh, inside Yemen, and who's backing them? It's, it's very complex inside Yemen, and I think one of the reasons that it hasn't gotten much traction is it's hard to say who the good guys are. Um, so we have the Al-Houthi Salah faction that I mentioned. Uh, the, this is a combination of the former Yemeni president ousted in the Arab Spring, Salah, and his, his forces, and then the Al-Houthis, who are a Zaydi Shia group in North Yemen that have received support from Iran, which includes the sending of missiles to Yemen along with some training and resources. Um, they are one faction. They control most of North, North Yemen and actually the majority of the population. They have a strong base of support. They are aligned against the Hadi government. Um, this is the internationally recognized government, and it's based out of Aden today. Um, most of the government is still operating a little bit from exile because Aden is not quite secure. Aden is a southern city in Yemen, one of the major port cities. And the Hadi government doesn't have a strong constituency, so a lot of various factions have tied up with it, um, including southerners who actually are looking for secession or more autonomy. Um, and... They're receiving support from Saudi Arabia, the Emirates, the, the Gulf Arab states are backing this coalition very strongly. 
And then, of course, there's al-Qaeda and ISIS that both have a footprint in Yemen. ISIS is very small, and al-Qaeda is much stronger. Those two are fighting both governments, and it's creating a very complex dynamic on the ground. So we have we have a former what is it a, a former president aligned with a Shia rebel faction, the Houthis, who are receiving support from Iran, fighting against mm-hmm. the Hadi government, which is internationally recognized, which receives uh, support, including airstrikes. I mean, actual military uh, alliance and assistance. Uh, from Saudi Arabia and the Gulf Arab states, and you have a group of jihadists, mostly al-Qaeda, also some Islamic State fighters operating on on the Arabian Peninsula in Yemen, fighting against both of those other two uh, groups, right? So you've sort of got three main factions all going uh, going at each other uh, in Yemen right now. Is that a, that a, a pretty fair breakdown of it? That is. And just to add to the complexity, some of the al-Qaeda fighters are providing direct support to some of the the local tribal militias who are fighting the al-Zupi Salah faction. Um, so it gets much more complicated as you look at actually how the war itself is being fought. Um, and everyone is seeking their own interests and are framing it under this national conflict. But really what we're seeing is a regional conflict and local level conflict mixing into the civil war. Now, I think obviously this this got a lot more attention in the last few days because, as as we mentioned a few minutes ago, you had Houthi rebels firing missiles uh, uh, or firing rockets off at a U.S. destroyer, I believe it was, and uh, the destroyer responded and hit a few sites. Now, why would Houthi rebels, with the backing of Iran, who are in the midst of their own you know internecine squabble here, in the midst of their own civil war? Why would they take a shot at a U.S. cruiser? I mean, did they, they hit a, what was it, an Emirati, I think it was a catamaran or something uh, mm-hmm. previously? Um, yes. but, the, but the Emiratis are flying airstrikes, right? Or at least they're assisting the Saudis who are flying airstrikes. So that sort of, you understand why they would go for that. Now they've got the United States look at them saying, what are you guys doing? What possible rationale could the Houthi rebels have had for firing on the United States uh, Navy? So that's the real question, and we have yet to see any statement confirming that it was indeed just the Al-Houthi uh, rebels or, or individuals firing the missiles. Um, I think that when we're looking at the motivations, there really is no gain for the Al-Houthis to draw the United States into a war inside of Yemen. But for Iran, the calculus is very, very different, where posturing in the Red Sea and the Persian Gulf um, has been significant for Iran. It's increasingly trying to force the United States out of the region, and is also contesting Saudi Arabia and and the Saudi Navy as well. Now, what stage of the conflict are we in right now? Is this is this at a as much of a conflagration as it has been? Does it feel like it's? I, mean, I know there's a ceasefire here, but in general, is it is the fighting as as is it at sort of a high point? Does it look like there's some political settlement on the horizon? Is the United States possibly going to get pulled more into this thing? Where do you see this going? I don't see there. Uh, I don't see a political solution on the horizon simply because the factions on the ground, so the the Houthi Salah faction against the Hadi government faction, neither of them are, are willing to make concessions to reach that solution. And the shape of what the next government would be is is a real point of contention. I think we're going to see the ceasefire expire without real progress on the political front. The other problem with the ceasefire and using it as a framework for negotiations 
is that it doesn't deal with the regional conflicts, the, the Saudi-Iranian conflict that is increasingly becoming intermixed with the Yemeni civil war. And what it also doesn't do is deal with the local conflicts. So the question of what various geographic regions in Yemen, what their relationship with the central government will be, and who is the power broker who's in, in control of those regions. Those questions are actually being fought out in the civil war today, and they are not part of any of the negotiations that are ongoing. So the U.S. role in this up to this point has been what, and what do you think it's going to become under the next administration? The U.S. role has been relatively limited. We have been supporting the Saudi-led coalition, primarily providing intelligence and logistics support for the for the airstrikes. Um, we did reduce the amount of support that we've been giving Saudi Arabia because of how Saudi Arabia has prosecuted the campaign, but didn't eliminate it. And then the United States has been very focused on the counterterrorism operation that is ongoing inside of Yemen, fighting al-Qaeda. The Emiratis have been a key partner on the ground in, in fighting AQAP, al-Qaeda in the Raven Peninsula, taking back some of the major cities that, that al-Qaeda controlled. And really the United States is trying to remain as much out of the war as possible. The problem is our actions are being perceived to be one-sided, where our missile strikes against the al-Houthi Salah forces um, were seen as an attack against them because, and in support of the Saudi-led coalition. So even even a, a retaliatory action like that uh, filters into the or when it filters through the thinking in the region, it's that the U.S. is backing the Saudis, and the Saudis have had some problems, right? There was the uh, there was a pretty big airstrike, killed 140 people and and injured 600 others at a funeral. And the Saudis were more or less like, yeah, sorry, bad intel. That's a lot of people to get killed with bad intel. It's a lot of people, and you know, the Saudis should have taken responsibility earlier, and there's been a lot of criticism rightly levied against how Saudi Arabia has pursued its, its airstrike campaign in Yemen for a couple of things. To realize the United States, when we prosecute a similar air campaign, we are much more risk-averse in terms of civilian deaths than, than other countries are. Um, the other thing is, you know, even were the U.S. to withdraw all of its support and stop providing anything to Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia will continue this fight. It must. Um, it's part of a succession crisis inside of the kingdom over who is the next king of Saudi Arabia. The defense minister, the king's son, this is his war, and he needs to come away with a victory. If he doesn't do that, if Saudi Arabia loses. Where do you see all of this going? Give me, give me I, six to twelve. Give me six to twelve months from now. What does Yemen look like? What's happening? I think we still see this low-level conflict. It's not the sort of war the, the way that it is in Syria, because frankly, external actors haven't gotten involved in the same way. Um, but unless there's a concerted effort, we're going to see groups still armed, still fighting over the same issues. Um, one of the one of the primary concerns in Yemen right now is a growing humanitarian crisis, which is not talked about at all, which has been exacerbated by the war. And international, the international community cannot deliver the necessary goods because of the security conditions inside of the country and because of the politicization of the distribution of aid. All right. Catherine Zimmerman is a research fellow at the American Enterprise Institute and research manager for AEI's Critical Threats Project. Catherine, really appreciate your time today. Thanks for sharing your expertise. My pleasure. Thank you. The Buck Sexton Show. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. 
Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply.